0: Hi friends, this is Brian Griffiths for Brad the Banker. Our friend Brad Roars is a conservative who wants to work with conservatives. He does home purchases, loans, refinances, rehab loans, VA loans, FHA loans, conventional loans. He does this working with Howard Bank, Red Maryland's banker of choice and the place that we do all of our business. As I said, Brad Roars is a good conservative who wants to make sure that fellow conservatives like him can get good loans, good financing and save some money. If you want to get in contact with him, visit BradTheBanker.com or call him directly at 443-876-2846. Again, that's BradTheBanker.com or 443-876-2846. Bradley Roars, a banker who wants to help conservatives get into the home of their dreams and save a few dollars. You won't be disappointed. (laughs) Now it's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffiths. Hello everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, January the 20th, 2019. Hope you and yours are having an enjoyable holiday weekend. Hope you and yours are staying warm. given the fact that it is extremely cold outside and is going to get colder as we progress through the night. I do want to remind you, this is the week that we have been waiting for. The Red Maryland Leadership Conference is this Saturday, January 26th. Double Tree Hotel in Annapolis. Can't wait to see everybody who bought tickets. If you have not purchased a ticket, the only way to get in is to buy a sponsorship. You have between now and 12 p.m. on Monday, January 21st to do that. If you don't buy a ticket before then, you are SOL. Uh, so that is the only way you can get in. Go to com for more information about that. You know what else is SOL? Maryland taxpayers are kind of SOL right now. And that's because of the structural deficit is starting to simmer in Annapolis. You may have noticed um, some some Democrats, and we'll talk more about this in a second, some Democrats are starting to make issue of the fact that in the out years, fiscal 21, 22, 23, 24, the, uh, the state is... Projected to have a one billion plus dollar deficit in fiscal 21, it's a little over 1.0 $1. $1. 1.0 billion dollars, uh, 1.0 po- almost 1.5 in fiscal 22 and 23, and then 1.8 billion in fiscal 24. Now, some Democrats, of course, are already starting to bang the drum about this. They're already pointing out that Maryland is facing deficits in the near future. Some of them, eventually, it will happen. We'll start to blame. Governor Hogan, for the structural deficit. Of course, anybody who has been paying attention knows that the structural deficit is a couple of different things. But what it's not is a real actual deficit. The structural deficit exists because if you project current spending out down the road, that's the kind of um, that's the kind of deficits that the state would run. Now, of course, the state. Cannot run a deficit. The state must create, pass a balanced budget every year. The governor must introduce a balanced budget during every budget year. So you may be asking yourself, why do we have these deficits? Why do we have deficits like this that are... Um, that are currently looking like they are something that is going to be um, affecting us and affecting our our budgeting in, in future years. Well, it has everything to do with the Democrats. If you've been paying attention to Red Maryland for any period of time, you will know that the structural deficit is something that we have and will continue to harp on. The reason... That the structural deficit exists is because of Democrats and their mandated spending. I want to read you something uh, that the Free State Foundation actually put out about ten years ago. Um, it was a um, it was talking about a mandate call for mandate reform uh, called curing Maryland's structural deficit. It was actually written um, by Len Lazarek at a time where he was a visiting fellow with the Free State Foundation. Um. And so this is a very interesting piece of work um, that went out there, okay? And this, remember, this was written in 2009. Even more telling is a small chart done by legislative staff describing the growth of general fund revenues and spending from fiscal years 2006 to 12. In those six years, state general fund revenues are projected to have risen to have grown about 17%, while general fund spending is estimated to have risen 35%. In other words, spending is growing twice as fast as revenues. Moreover, two-thirds of that spending is driven by mandates and entitlements, with that money mostly going to local governments or individuals. When all the general and special fund revenues come directly from state taxpayers in the current year's budget are included, 79% 79 of the budget, and this was 10 years ago, is spent on mandated amount or purpose such as education, health, or transportation. These figures make clear that there is something seriously wrong with how Maryland budgets and spends. And those problems cannot be fixed without fundamental changes in the mandatory appropriations, funding formulas, and entitlements that drive state spending inexorably forward. There is no mystery about how structural deficits and the mandates that drive them are perpetuated, though there is some delusion that they will magically disappear when the economy approves. Appropriators only fiddle with the mandates, funds, and formulas to balance the budget in the current year and make few permanent changes for future years. When the most realistic appropriators put aside wishful thinking about future revenues, they know they must change the underlying structure and in their ingrained spending addictions before the structural deficits will go away. Since 1918, when the state constitution was changed to correct problems of deficit spending, patronage, and what we now call legislative earmarks, Maryland's governor has had powerful control over what is termed an executive budget. Unlike legislatures in most states, the Maryland General Assembly could only cut the governor's proposal, not add to it, or move money around in it. A wrap about this, a 2003 Department of Legislative Services study on the budget process observed it can be argued that the reformers overcorrected. In their effort to punish the legislative branch for its failure to maintain fiscal order, they at once overestimated the wisdom inherent in the executive function and underestimated the benefits of the legislative process for public decision making. Since 1918, the budgetary process in the state is involved in ways that restore some measures of balance to the process, but at the price of making some unwholesome fiscal practices into budgetary norms. Having been handcuffed by the Constitution, the lawmakers, through negotiation and legislation, have been able to handcuff the governor, requiring him to set aside set money aside for a whole series of programs that only the legislature may change in subsequent years. A collateral consequence is a budget structuring process that is more complex, more rigid, and oftentimes less efficient then it would be possible if legislative authority could be exercised more directly, the 2003 study said. Now, if you read the totality of this report, this is a 2009 report, I remind you. The 2009 report, you will see a lot of the same problems that existed 10 years ago still exist in our budgetary process. And you could argue and make a strong argument that those problems have just gotten worse in the course of the last 10 years. The General Assembly has made it its mission, as, th- as this paper says, has made it its mission to direct state spending, regardless of what the Constitution says. At the time of the publication of this study, that was 73% of the budget. It's more now. It's more. The state mandates spending increases, as it turns out on social programs, education, and all sorts of things, which you could argue may not necessarily be inherently governmental functions. The Democrats have baked these spending increases into the budget. It doesn't take into account Maryland's fiscal realities. It doesn't take into account the fact that sometimes budgetary revenue, um, overall general fund revenue is going to be lower due to problems in the economy, due to having a lower tax base. Heck, we've already comptroller Peter Franchot already mentioned the fact that the uh, that the budget uh, that there, the revenues are down based strictly on the government shutdown. That's not even something the state of Maryland can control. Much less other economic downturns, other recessions, natural disasters, etc. and so forth. The General Assembly has baked this into the cake. They have created these structural deficits and the democrats have absolutely no feeling or of necessity to address these structural deficits it's basically by the grace of god go i and they hope that somebody else will have to be the person to make the final decision now ultimately governor hogan is going to introduce a balanced budget next year the fact is Is that what's going to ultimately happen is the fact that real spending priorities are going to have to be sacrificed in order to meet the mandated spending requirements and in order to alleviate that $1 billion projected structural deficit. Again, it's important to remind you here, these are not actual deficits. These are only deficits that are based on mandated and projected spending. The Democrats bake these mandated spending items into the budget, one, to have control over the process, as the Free State Foundation study notes, but also to try to create a reason to raise taxes. That's why they are there. That's why that mandated spending exists. It's in order for the Democrats to kick hard decisions down the road, on establishing budgetary priorities and also to have a built-in excuse to raise your taxes. One could argue and again I'm not I'm not a small-time country lawyer, I'm just a guy who knows stuff. But one could argue that the structure of mandated spending the way it is is unconstitutional because it takes away from the governor's constitutional budgetary authority. But whatever whether it's constitutional or not, the fact of the matter remains that the Democrats' mandated spending addiction is a reckless, irresponsible fiscal practice. It's one reason why Governor Hogan has said time and again that the state needs to get mandated spending under control and to release some of the mandates that are currently in state law. So if you see Democrats with their pants in a bunch, about the structural deficit. Remind them how we got there. Remind them how mandates have created this structural deficit, have handcuffed the governor, and are going to hurt Maryland taxpayers and programs for years to come. I'm going to thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of the Air Raid. Be sure to check out all of our Red Maryland Network programming. On Thursday, Greg and I will be back with a brand new episode of the flagship Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network, and uh, we will, of course, be previewing this weekend's Red Maryland Leadership Conference and talk about a whole lot more. Um, th- there will be no conservative refuge this week, obviously. Greg and I will be at the uh, at the conference all day on Saturday, so I don't, think, uh, I don't think it will be a reasonable expectation to expect that Greg is going to do the conservative refuge this week, but it usually does air on Saturdays. And I'll be back next Sunday with a brand new episode of The Air right here on the Red Maryland Network. I do want to remind you that this Red Maryland program and many others are sponsored by Brad Roars, bradthebanker.com, over at Howard Bank, Red Maryland's bank. He will, he'd will be more than happy to help you save some money on loans, conventional rehab, FHA, VA loans, However, however you need to save some money with a home loan. Brad Roars is your guy. So make sure to go to BradTheBanker.com and check out what Brad Roars has to offer, a conservative saving money for conservatives. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by the uh, Montgomery County Republican Party's convention, which is on Sunday, February the twenty third, 2019, at the Hilton in Gaithersburg. You can find more information about that at MCGOP.com slash convention2019. And that's coming to you authority of the Montgomery County Republican Central Committee, Don Irvine, Treasurer. Be sure to stay tuned to RedMaryland.com, the home base for all things Red Maryland. Uh, you, of course, can find ways to support us. Click on the Support Us link. You can find all sorts of ways to support us, including advertising, like Brad Rohrs does, like the Montgomery County Central Committee does. You can find ways to advertise with us. You can make purchases on Amazon using our Red Maryland link. and a portion of that purchase will come back to Red Maryland to help us grow and enhance the network. You can also buy your Zazzle, uh, that Red Maryland Zazzle store gear at zazzle.com slash redmaryland or the Zazzle link. And, of course, you can also donate to us paypal.me slash redmaryland. Of course, Red Maryland programs like this one, you can uh, subscribe on iTunes Stitcher Spreaker, the TuneIn Radio app and Google Play and have shows like this automatically downloaded to the device of your choice. Let's, of course, not also... Uh, let us not forget that you can also... Um, like us on social media. That's an important thing that you can do as well. Let's get social, social. With social media. Let's get social, social. With social media. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Maryland. We are on Instagram at Red Maryland. We are on Twitter at Red Maryland. Be sure to share Uh, Invite your friends, family, neighbor, colleagues, co-workers, co-religionists, in-laws, outlaws, all the people you know. Be sure to share Red Maryland content with them. Be sure to share uh, Red Maryland uh, stories, Red Maryland news programs, podcasts on your community groups, civic groups, civic associations, and make sure that people know Red Maryland is here for them. Uh, also, of course, you can contact us at any time, redmaryland at gmail.com, or you can call us on the Red Maryland Talkback line at 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. We will feature your comments on a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of The Raid. Look forward to seeing you this Saturday. DoubleTree in Annapolis for the Red Maryland Leadership Conference. For everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. I'm Brian Griffiths. You have been listening to The Air Raid. Good night and God bless. Hi friends, this is Brian Griffiths for Brad the Banker. Our friend Brad Roars is a conservative who wants to work with conservatives. He does home purchases, loans, refinances, rehab loans, VA loans, FHA loans, conventional loans. He does this working with Howard Bank, Red Maryland's banker of choice and the place that we do all of our business. As I said. Brad Roars is a good conservative who wants to make sure that fellow conservatives like him can get good loans, good financing, and save some money. If you want to get in contact with him, visit bradthebanker.com or call him directly at 443-876-2846. Again, that's bradthebanker.com or 443-876-2846. Bradley Roars, a banker who wants to help conservatives get into the home of their dreams and save a few dollars. You won't be disappointed.